Welcome back to Talking Baseball. Baseball's underway. We got 60-man rosters. We got summer camps. We got players opting out. And we got NL DHs. Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. Did I say Talking Yanks at the beginning, Baxter? I think so. I feel like we would have said something. Okay. I didn't mess up the intro, and everything has been going smoothly since the start of the show. My name's Jimmy. This is Jake Trevs over there in California, and producer BBD is with us. We got baseball. We got some deep baseball conversations to be had, Trev. You excited about this? Jake and I have been talking nonstop every day. How offended are you by the term summer camp? Trevor. I don't care. Okay. (laughs) Right answer. Good answer. I'm excited to be talking about actual baseball, too, and players and strategy and all that good stuff. Did you hear that John Heyman said summer camp was offensive? Why? Yeah. Yeah. No one really knows. He died on the hill. He said, like, it should be called something more serious because there's, you know, a pandemic involved. <laughs> what? It's like summer camp, you think of fun and memories. Yeah. He but said even spring a, training, too, a is bit, a bit too flippant. <laughs> what does he want it to be called? Dude, I don't know. Pandemic operations. Just- I, I, like. It's Jake told this to me live on Talking Mystery Yanks, farts. and I had the exact reaction <laughs> that you're having. Like, what? You what know, like, sense? some people just got to say stuff, no matter what mm. it is. Just say something. Say something. How was your weekend? It's been great. had a great weekend. Um, can't complain, man. California summers, they're great. Mm. I wish we weren't in a global pandemic. I wish that there was... Um, Different things going on in our world, but all in all, I mean, I had a pretty good weekend. Nice, Jake. How are you? wasn't uh wasn't your old band name California Summers? I thought that was California Hummers, and it was nothing but them driving around in Hummers, blowing each other. You don't see too many uh, Hummers around anymore, huh? No, I think they kind of came down down. hard on them. They're like, hey, I don't think it's necessary. (laughs) These are terrible. (laughs) Speaking of, though, Aroldis Chapman just picked up a new crazy-ass Kevlar Kevlar car. Why would you need that? He's a good guy. guy. He's good at throwing baseballs fast. So hard. I'm all right, Jim. Uh, Orioles signed their number two overall pick, Kerstad, to a $5.2 million bonus. So pretty big. The, the Orioles did? So we can deep dive into that. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I'm in a weird holding pattern. Like, I want to get really excited about baseball, but I'm kind of trying to save it for after 4th of July, after everyone reports. Um, you know, everyone's going to be reporting, kind of getting their COVID test. Yankees are supposed to host their first practice on the 4th of July, which is just kind of like, I, I get it, but... So many so many wives and parents come and brothers on. and sisters of Yankees players are like, really? Couldn't push it one day. We've done this whole thing, and we're going to do it on the 4th of July. So many uh, so many misses ballplayers out there saying, like, finally we get to host a July 4th party. They've probably already bought the American flag paper plates and napkins, mm. and now the Yankees take their husbands away last second. Downloading good renditions of God Bless America. All the wives also, are happy. They're like, get out of here. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> that's very much true. I'm sick of taking care of an extra kid. Like, go to your summer camp and be offended by the name. Yeah. Trev, are you a bit disappointed that uh, Spencer Torkelson isn't on the Tiger 60-man summer camp squad? Mm. There's a lot of disappointment in these these 60-man rosters. I don't know what teams are thinking. There's obviously each team is going to do it differently. But, yeah, he should be on it. Why not? What the hell happened with Daddy Doge? You you tried I, to you tried to correct my NLDH tweet, which we'll talk about that a little later. And now you look like a massive fool. It's all the internet's talking about. But what the hell was that? You know, um, that you hit him up. Quite, it happens to me quite frequently nowadays. The internet just comes at me. But yeah. uh, I hit. I did. I, I texted him this morning, and I said, "What's up?" And he said. What's up, Coach Sack? And then I said, what's the word? Are you playing? And I sent that 15 minutes ago. I haven't heard back from him. Okay. okay. So maybe so, we'll get a live update yeah. there. Maybe. Something to look forward to. 
Uh, I mean, I kind of jokingly asked, asked you about Torkelson. He's the number one pick for the Tigers, and, yeah. ever, and the Tigers came out and were like, he could play right now. It's like, yeah, because yeah, you're not trying to win, Tigers. So I could play right now for you. and it no. would, it would, Yeah, it would be part of their plan. Yeah. Are those guys on big league deals? Like I don't know. Do they do that anymore? I don't think they do that anymore. Uh, he hasn't signed yet, so I think that's probably why he they could got still the signing be, slots still make and the stuff. He'll, he'll get a chunk of change. Orioles dude, two pick got five point two. That's pretty. Is that Dingler? Kerstad. Kerstad. Mm. Mm. Duhast. Du. Duhast. And there's going to be like five of those guys that are any good. That's the craziest thing Isn't about the, the draft. Are it's you, getting a little better, I feel like. I don't know. Trev, do you want these 60-man summer camps when you're looking at them? Are you – are you – well, anyway, what are your thoughts? Are you expecting them to have guys that high-value guys, like first-round picks from this year and maybe guys in A? That's what I was thinking. Some teams, the Yankees, didn't do that. They, like, put a bunch of guys to help win this season. Which side do you think is uh, better for baseball? It's obviously where you're at as a franchise. The teams that are trying to win now, they're going to have guys that can help them in depth because they know there's going to be COVID cases. They know they know there's going to be some soft tissue injuries. So they need the 60, 60 guys. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw teams use like 45, 50 different players this year. Um, and then you, on the flip side, you have the Tigers, the Marlins, the Orioles. And I think what we're seeing is they just want their guys to, like, not lose a year of development completely. So bring out bring out the guys that you think are going to help you in the future and just have them around and making sure they're playing baseball because <laughs> the rest of the guys at home, they're just going to be sitting there. And a year off of baseball, I mean, that's it's – a, it's a game of, of repetition. Yeah. You know, and that's I, I how think you get good. The – the interesting conversation that Jom and I have been having kind of around Yankee land, but it's it's actually a lot more fun when you bring it to other teams, I think, is the young guys this year. Because, you know, the, the Yankees, you know, probably their sixth or seventh starting pitcher this year is a guy named Clark Schmidt. He's a top 100 prospect, you know, supposed to be God, solid. You guys, you guys talk about him all the time. Yeah, like I know Clark. Uh, we only that's all we do is bring him up. He's uh, a big fan hammer. of MTV's The Real World. He's got a nice hammer. Uh, good nice curve, hammer. Good yeah, curveball, yeah. too. But, yeah. um, you know, it's it's one of those interesting things. Like, you know, in a 60-game sprint, do the Yankees call him up and start that service clock? And then I think it's actually more interesting if you go to a team like the Marlins. The Marlins are playing the NL and the AL East this year. They're going to get bashed in, and they actually have an improved team. Like, their their squad has some – you'd be surprised. There's some good young dudes on there, and they got Jonathan VR, Jesus Aguilar. Uh, they improve their team. But if you're the Marlins and you're talking about young guy playing time, love when we finally deep dive on the fishies, is why would you call up any of your young dudes for this year? I mean, 60 games to lose a year of service time? Counter. Counter. Sit them out for the first seven games. Right. Have them play the next 53. They develop. And get playing time, and you don't lose a year of service time. You know that's coming. Yeah. You know it's coming. I had an interesting conversation last night. I went on a podcast. Different one. I cheated on this podcast. Damn it. Gross. Slut. And the (laughs) the (laughs) conversation that got brought up was about service time and the loopholes, the manipulations, the shit that we know we're going to see. And one point was, what about the guys who are X amount of days away from free agency? Okay, if a guy is 15 days away from free agency, 20 days away from free agency, what if he just goes and plays for 20 days and is like, I'm out. I'm over Ooh, it. That's like, an interesting that, spin. That could happen. Like there's mm. there's a ton of there's a ton of loopholes and things that aren't. Did you hear about our loophole that Jake stumbled into? We found a loophole. Mm. It's a huge loophole. Big okay. loophole. I did not hear about it. But Before like I tell you about the loophole, I got to tell you something else. This episode of Talking wow. Baseball is brought to you by Justin Plasmeyer. Business. Spider-Man 93. James. Zach Kablaudi. I think I've done these names already. Dylan Higgy. Sarge. Kevin Lau or Lowe. Not sure. Mm-hmm. The Rays have two of those. Ty Williamson. Zach Summer. Nick Mesabov. Nate Clover, Ramick, Abe, Andrew, Jamie, Gabe, Bilbo, Brabson, and Jesse Seller. 
our most recent Patreons. Maybe they're watching live right now. Abe actually is. And he said that he liked Trev's realness in the chat. Ooh. So, yeah. Who doesn't? Uh, thank you. Patreon.com slash John Boy Media. Um, Trev, was, was there a Bilbo in there? Yep. Yeah. Bilbo Brabson. Big fan. Might be a yeah. play off uh, Mr. Baggins. I feel like we mentioned him before. Go check out the Patreon. It's pretty nice. Jake and I, Trev, mo- mostly I think it was Jake, but with, together we came to it while we were recording Talking Yanks. Good stumbling. Because the Yankees have some people on their 40-man roster that are not ready to play MLB baseball at all. Every team does. Young guys, yeah, they, sure. protect every, every young guys they protect from the Rule 5 draft. Yes. If you have guys on your 40-man, and the 40-man rules are still exactly the same. They didn't extend, expand, ex, extend the 40-man, which I thought they may because they're extending the roster. No for exceptions a bit. to the 40-man. No exceptions. S- so, same rules. So if you, if you need to make room on the 40-man, you're going to have to DFA a guy, and then he's going to go on waivers and get claimed in this weird season. The loophole is you take a guy who's not ready for the big leagues at all, not going to play this season at all, and you just 60-day DL him, yeah. put him on the IL, phantom injury, Clear a spot on the 40-man for the Fugazi 60-game season. Bring in uh, MLB-ready arm. So, like, the Yankees have, like, five guys yeah. that, I hate to say this, should do it with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's not unique to this season. They do that in well, any other season, too. But this is, yeah, what you're saying is they can do well, it. Well, this is the whole the season. Like, season. you know, they do a 60-day phantom IL. It's it, it, the entire season. It's not just two months. But you can use that 60-day and just prolong it. Yeah. During a yeah. regular season, they do all the time, oh, yeah, he's got to go rehab now, and you can do 20 days of rehab or 21 days of rehab. So you can, you can really extend that 60-day DL. But, yeah, I mean, the, look, teams are going to get creative. I mean, I don't know if creative is the right word. They're going to get, sl- I don't even know, slimy. That's a better yeah. word for that. They're going to get slimy and do some things. They're like, what? And then you're like, oh, there's a loophole. I think, like I said, players are probably going to find some. If we know anything about baseball, it's that people like to mess with the rules and try to gain advantages from them. I mean, those those free agency days that you mentioned are real interesting. And if you're a if you're a casual fan, you know it probably doesn't move the needle for you. But if if you're probably a deep, not listening, to this. If, if you're a deep tracks baseball fan. Uh, you know what Trevor's saying. Like, say, you know, you're a you, you're a starting pitcher, and you need thirty days to hit free agency, and you stay on the roster for thirty days, and maybe your team sucks. You could just chuck up some deuces and be like, "I'm good." Like, I'm uh, I'm tapping out on that, and that's that's an aspect I I hadn't really thought about at all. And that's uh, man, if somebody does that on a competitor. <laughs> They uh, are going to get their shit pushed in. It's, you know, I think what players are thinking about is, well, they don't know what free agency is going to be next year. It's obviously not going to be what it was or even close to what it was. So um, if they're, there's just no reason to risk it. If you're on a a crap team now and like a weird season, I think people are kind of looking at this season as just like a completely different entity. It's not like, the 162 games they were used to. People are like looking at it as like, let's just get through this season instead of like, Hey, I can't wait for 2020. It's like, I can't wait for 2020 to be over because things are just so different this year. I think guys, teams, players, everyone is just looking at it completely differently. And like, I I keep, I keep repeating myself here. I'm sorry, but there's going to be a lot of people looking for ways to take advantage of this shortened season. I know we are, as a company. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Do you want to elaborate? No. No. <laughs> Give away all the secrets, Trev. What um are are we surprised by the early response from players? I mean, I'm I'm assuming we're gonna get a few more. So far, we have Ryan Zimmerman and Joe Ross from the Nationals. Ian Desmond um comes out with his Mike powerful. Leak. His powerful post, and Mike Leak was the first reported. Now, uh, now on the Diamondbacks as a starting pitcher, are we surprised? There's not more. Um, is this kind of what we expected? Should we ex- be expecting a lot more? Any any tidbits? You got any tidbits? I wasn't sure what to think about it. You know, 
but we have been saying, you know, on this pod that this is just kind of a strange year and it's guys think about going in and getting hurt. And then guys like these, all these guys that we're talking about that have already opted out, service time means nothing to them. Um, they've made some money. So that doesn't mean anything to them. I think really, honestly, they're really looking out for their health and safety of their family and themselves. So it's, can't fault these guys for doing it. I mean, we are in the middle of a global pandemic, and if these guys, like Ian Desmond has a, I don't know if his wife is pregnant or they just had a baby, but a lot that's uh, kind of happening throughout the league. So this kind of has to, this kind of has to scare you guys a little bit because your your number one guy is kind of going through the same thing. Dude, all he's been driving to Yankee Stadium every day. I know you told me that, but all it takes is for his wife to sit him down and say, "Honey, you got." 50 more years want to know what she million. was doing want to know what she was doing when she was six months pregnant go ahead tell me she's squatting down <laughs> catching his pitches with a glove in her hand in the front yard you think she, you think things she doesn't want change. him out there on the mound? <laughs> things can change and like i said that's all it takes dude is is for her to be like honey i don't think that we should do this it's really not worth it i know you want to make a good impression with new york fans right away but think about the not how many what, what was his contract Make a thousand million for ten years. <laughs> Three twenty-seven for ten, something like that. He's got Around nine there. more years there, guys. Nine to make it right. With the kicker. Yeah, and imagine being able to just get a quick one in sixty. Yeah. I'm just quick saying. Rain. I, I'm. I wouldn't be surprised now that I'm kind of like thinking about the situation a little bit more and seeing already four guys opting out. I mean, this this could happen quite a bit, right. especially if guys go to spring train and they're like, "This is stupid." Mm. All right. Well, let's 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 just talk about as if the baseball season's happening and players are playing because that's yes. more fun. I yeah. like that too. I had a my my brother-in-law Brett is Brett. an Angels fan. Ooh. So I had a fun conversation I want to have quickly with you guys. Fine. Does Otani have the easiest path to MVP? No. Because he's going to pitch once a week and he's going to hit 4 days a week. And if he can be a plus player on both sides of the ball, I think it's like he doesn't have to do much to get MVP. They're going to have such kitty gloves on him, and rightfully so. They said that they're going to pitch him once a week. I don't. Yeah, believe. but I mean, that, doing, I, that, I already read that. Are they doing a six-man rotation? Yeah, six-man rotation, yeah. Otani once a week, and then four four times. I mean, that could be 75 pitches to start. I mean, he's coming off a big injury. He's... You know the prize young piece of that franchise right now. Like they, they aren't going to push the limits with him at all. That I think guys are going to rack up more stats on both sides. Let me tell you something right now. We've been talking about some of our secrets, what we're going to be doing to put some content out there. One of them being prop bet here and there. Prop bet. Shohei Otani is plus eighteen hundred for the American League MVP. I don't hate that bet one bit. Yeah, I like him as the third best MVP on his team too. I agree with you guys. Or is that not Ren, what you said? Rendon is tw- plus twenty five hundred. Mike Trout is plus one ten. You're paying even money essentially to bet Mike Trout for MVP, which is crazy. I mean, best player ever, arguably. I agree, but um, that's no fun. Yeah, and people like a storyline. It's become There's a storyline award. Close. <laughs> the next, the next closest one is uh, New York Yankee Aaron Judge at plus one thousand. What was what Free was money. Trout? Plus one ten. Like even money, like twenty to win twenty one. Nice. That's wild, man. Math pod. Otani made ten starts in was this last year or just two thousand eighteen? Yeah, two years ago. When he won Rookie of the Year, Roy. Yeah, he's on schedule for 10 starts this year if they continue a six-man rotation. Yeah, 10 starts. I'm just saying, I think that all the numbers don't even have to be amazing on both sides to light up some eyes. I'm wondering how Okay, often what if I change the hit. question to this, Jake? Does he has the well, he can he have the biggest impact on his club if he if he plays above average baseball? If he were to play his best baseball, yes, cuz he plays both ways. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think that's are they going to hit him every day, Jim? I think four times a week, and then and so then he pitches once a week. So start day off. I think 
to days off before and after starts. I mean, I just think to be MVP, he's got to be a top 10 player pitching or hitting, and I don't think with either of those restrictions he can do that. Like I, I think it makes for a better discussion. I mean, hey, if he's lights out at one of them and then he contributes on the other side, I think yeah, that's a huge kicker. But you know these voters, dude. I think you still you still have to be special. I mean, the the voters would love the storyline. So if he can get if he can get his name in there, but like, I don't want to see uh you know Otani with a eight eighty OPS and a three five ERA. That wouldn't do it. Get it? Just because he's playing both ways. Yeah, like he's he's got to be he, eight eighty OPS he, is pretty low for him. Well, I mean, he's still got a small body of work. Like, if he went I don't know. eight eighty OPS and had like a two, well, that's his career. That's, that's his different. career OPS. Is it? Yeah, eight eighty is a pretty damn good OPS. It's good. It's really good. But I don't think okay. his career numbers okay. are pretty good. Say he had eight eighty, Jake, and he and he went seven and three with a two five. Yeah. Yes. That's MVP. I think it's depending what everyone else does. It's in the discussion. Absolutely. I think you know baseball voters are going to be like, that's the most impressive guy on the field today. I love that bet. I love it. It's a good bet. We'll add that to our bets list. Get ready for the bet episode coming up at some point. Coming up at some point is the bet episode. Teaser. I'm looking right now. So he's had one year pitching under his belt. And he was at a 3-3. It's not going to get it done for an MVP. If he goes 8-80, not enough. No, but I, I do believe that he never got roughed up that year. He just had um, shortened games that hurt him because of the injury and stuff. It's such a small sample size. Yeah. I mean, his ERA plus was a 127, so that's good. Um in Man, the, in the, you just opened my eyes to something right there. I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of into it. I mean, I love it as a upside bet because there is a storyline, and if he shoves on one side of the ball, you can spin that so easily. So I, I think like if he, sh- if he's, if he's a plus on one side and b plus on the other, a lot of voters are going to give him votes. Current simulated season stats via Out of the Park Baseball and Baseball Reference. He's got 12 home runs and 8.33 OPS. A three nine five ERA, four and six record. Like good. no, I guess the part I don't like is that with those stats, people are going to be pushing Otani MVP, and I don't like that. I don't. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think if he's doing it on both sides at a little bit less than one dude who kills it on one side, that's more valuable. Like I think he's the most valuable part of a team going into this such a short season. Like Not I, to mention I hate- he's making. Uh, I mean. He's What's making that? basically no money. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. is crazy. And I don't know. Like, I... Not to be... If he earns it, I'm fine with Shohei Otani getting it. But he also plays with the best player ever. <laughs> who, if he does his normal stuff, <laughs> should should trump him. And I think... I'm getting pre-mad about it. Because I'm picturing Trout having a... You know, a four and a half war in 60 games. But Otani's got a a one and a half and a one and a half on both sides, and everyone's like, "Well, he's doing it both ways." And it's I'm like, one of those guys. I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I'd be one of those guys. I'd be like, "That's more impressive." Look at that. I don't know, man. That's I, gonna be good sports radio. For yeah, me. I'm in the middle there. I, he's got. I think he's got to dominate both sides. I think. Yeah, he's got to dominate one. He's got to dominate one for sure, and then still be really good. On the other I actually one. think he has to dominate hitting, and the pitching just has to be. Above average. Oh, I was going to say the other way. I mean, relievers have won MVP or gotten MVP votes before. If he goes out and bangs out a great season on the mound and then comes and, you know, does his thing at the plate, that's more yeah. impressive to me than the other way. Than, like, having, like, a 4-5 but and then hitting, you know, hitting well. Well, either way, mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch his, his – I like uh, it as a storyline. Yeah. We'll add that to the storyline up. It. We'll add that to the prop bet bet. Ep, and we'll add that to go back and listen to our Koshian Kosh- episode. Did you listen to Trevor our Koshian episode, Trev? This is Whoa. what you put on Otani, and you'll get 18 of them at the end of the season when he wins MVP. I love that. $100 to win 1800 Yeah. I do like that bet. I like it, too. 
I just think they're gonna they're gonna baby glove him, and there's gonna be someone out there who plays fifty eight, fifty nine games and puts up ridiculous numbers. Like someone can finish with like a one three OPS this year. It'd be crazy if you guys knew somebody that okay. knew his agent and could ask those questions. Crazy, wow. yeah. That would be nuts. That would be nuts. I'll have to look out for that. It'd be nuts. You're gonna love my nuts. You wanna do DH stuff? Yeah. Talk about it. it sounded yeah. like a no, but we're going to do it. <laughs> we can, I'll tell you why. I just think my answer is going to be the same for almost every damn team. I think we're all kind of on agreement there. Like, It's going to be used as a rest day. I think the Cubs will, will be Schwarber most days. Yeah, Schwarber. We know the Brewers would be Braun. Uh, maybe even the Braves have kind of a more set DH, but... I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of platoon stuff. They had two third, third. They have they had two third basemen like doing really well. Camargo and Riley in camp, fighting for that job. So young, thick, but he's too young to be DH and all. Marcelo Zuna. Yeah, Ozuna. I mean, they've got an extra outfielder in Atlanta. Um, I, they could throw Ozuna. You could throw Marquez. Um, young, thick Austin Riley. Ender. Don't keep Ender in the field. Okay. I like him. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Mets always jump out to me because I feel like they've had an extra bat for a couple years now. And a guy like Dom Smith, you can rest Cano. I like them. Trevor got mad that Jay Bruce was listed in an article. Do you want to talk about that? Well, they were talking about the Phillies, and, and this article said that Jay Bruce will probably be their – primary dh but i'm again i I think they're one of the teams that's just going to rotate their veteran guys through that position yeah they're going to keep rio muto healthy he's going to get some days off from catching he's going to dh bryce harper they're going to try to keep healthy he's going to get some dh andrew mccutcheon obviously coming off an acl injury probably going to be a dh as well so i do think bruce will be there and he's a hell of an option but all these teams are just going to use it as rest days what about the Reds? You think your boy Moose is going to get some DH run? No. If they've if, got much well, worse defenders than Moose, Castellanos might be the the Reds yeah. could be the big winner of this DH. Thing. Castellanos? Castellanos. I was say, if, if Moose struggles at second base, I could see him doing that, but all signs point to him being just fine at second base. So yeah, He's our Castellanos friend. is. Did you see uh Aristides Aquino? Yeah. Didn't even make the 60 man? It's tough. Yeah, I, th- you know, there's some, there's some shit going on with that because I felt like there was a few guys, uh, our boy Dozier, uh, another one who got left off, and I don't know if there's some some like procedural paperwork or something like that that has to go on, and I, a lot of these guys have been getting uh, released and then resigning, uh, so still haven't heard from Doge, but I'm thinking that might be what's going on, and with a guy like that, the Punisher. Mm. Got That's seems a little strange that he's not part of that pool. I mean, sixty dudes. Yeah, you See, could be a part of that pool. It seems like a shot I at the bow. What? Seems like a message to the Punisher. Sure. Was he messing uh, around? Yeah. Was he? Was he not taking things seriously? What do you mean? I think he was sending lewd texts. Is that a real thing? Mm. No, I don't know. I was talking about uh, <laughs> Aristides. Like, I don't know. Do they really want him to work on something that he's not? Like, it just seems like 60 guys. He had a pretty – I know he's not fully ready, but, like, 60 guys. 60 guys. Dude, like, broke home run records last yeah. year. Yeah. So, I don't know. Would have – What about your rocks, Jake? They got Murphy? That Rocks are funny. I mean, Charlie Blackman, uh, Daniel Murphy, I think they're going to rotate the old guys through there. I Kemp? wish they just signed Matt Kemp uh, to replace Desmond. Um, in theory, we'll, we'll see if he, he makes the big squad. Um, man, my Rocks, I feel like if I was GM of the Rockies, which if they're taking applications, hello, Jake Storielli. I am 30 years old, five foot seven, 183 right now. Um, here's where I think the Rockies missed. Um, you know, the pitching is always going to be a mess. Um, and you just kind of have to fight through it the best you can. The offense is always kind of going to be there. Plus they have some special dudes. I mean, what Blackman does, what Story does, what Arenado does. 
Jim, you saw it live last year when they played the Yankees. Their outfield defense is atrocious. And when I see Daniel Murphy might be DHing at first base, I'm like, Jesus. Like, they just, I feel like they've missed out on making a good defensive ball team, which they have a giant outfield. And Blackman's been pretty bad in the outfield for years. Why haven't they focused more on that? Like, when you're telling me Daniel Murphy's going to DH and, like, all right, now you could start Garrett Hampson at second. That doesn't, that does nothing for me. My rocks. I don't know. Their, their, their outfield defense was bad last year. So bad. It was like them and the Orioles. Hit a fly ball, you're golden. God. Show that oppo juice, Trev. I, I'm looking at projected starting lineups and pitching rotations for this year. Yep. Let me tell you something. Say it, Trevor. Right now. I'm just going to go out and say it right yep. now. I think I already have my 2020 World Series champ pick. I'm going to say it right now. Just looking through it right now. Say it, baby. The Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. I like them Rays. Their starting pitching yeah. is damn good. Unproven. I don't know about unproven there. It's gross. They got a couple. Has uh, Charlie Morton ever won a Cy Young? No. Top three. Dude, but Charlie Morton is a huge, huge. He chews on gum, and then he takes the gum and touches his fingers to his gum. Mm. Not allowed this year. I'm not being serious. He does do that. Okay. I don't think it's, it's going to fuck up his ability, but he does touch his gum a lot. So I'm just look at out. these lineups. I'm look, look, and I, I don't want to make you guys mad. Rays need one more hitter, dude. That's my biggest thing. I love their pitching, but it's Austin Meadows or bust. They that just platoon. not true. Oh, my God. I'm going to look at it right now. First of all, I was going to say before you interrupted me. Sorry, Trevor. I don't love the Yankees rotation. Good. Good. You don't like Cole, Paxton, Tanaka? Tanaka? I like Cole. Okay. Ooh. Paxton's coming off a back injury. Yeah, from I, like three months ago. I'm hoping he's, he's good. He's off, I do he's like, off the I back. do like Paxton. Okay. Tanaka's like 70 years old. Oh, my God. He's younger than you. It's just wrong. He looks like he's 70 years old. It's just wrong. It's just Yankee hate flowing through. Can saying. you compliment Tampa without coming at the Yankees? Yeah, we're in. I'm fine with that. Tampa's got a good squad. I yeah. like Tampa. I just didn't – I. the reason being and, and why I'm picking them right now to win the World Series yes. um, is that rotation. Hot take ploof. Tampa's it, pitching is Because Glass legit. now is a guy that, it, like – He's kind of figured it out last year. Give me they, his Cy they Young numbers. Have three, they, they legit have three aces on their team. Like, Charlie Morton's an ace, or can be. I like Charlie. Blake Snell is a Cy Young winner. He's an ace. And Tyler Glasnow has shown he could be an ace. You're running those three horses out there. I like your chances. Remember this for the gambling episode. Little little cheddar on Glasnow for Cy Young. I'm in on that bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good-looking guy, too. Got to love that. That gives him an extra little yeah. percentage point in my book. Yeah. It's huge. I mean, like 6'8". Yeah, look. You guys got to pump the brakes on glass Huge. Now. He's you got, need to turn the brakes He's got off. nasty stuff. He can be very good. He hasn't done it for a full season in his career yet. Yeah, because he was tipping his pitches, and I Neither told is Otani. I told him what? that he was tipping his Otani. pitches. Neither is Otani. Yeah, that's why I was going to compare him to. Yeah. Sorry, you're, you're going to compare Glass now to a guy that you're picking to win the MVP? That's pretty good. Well, Glass not only pitches. I'm just saying, like, dude's had two bad seasons. He had ten good games last year, and you guys are sucking his dick like he's Garrett Cole. Dude, that's because the stuff is special, I man. agree, but, like, <laughs> didn't even go through the league twice last year. Pumped the brakes. I'm not pumping on Glass, no. That's my dude. Yeah, I'm not going to pump the brakes either. I'm fucking throttled down, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm, look, I'm just trying to go through these rotations and see like who can match up with them. And I mean, not guys. many teams. He Glass figured now, it out. Glassnow stuff is good. I think he has a future as being a legit, legit stud. But you, he, he's not there yet. He's got, he's got ten games last year where he's really good, and half of them came against the San Francisco Giants, Chicago White Sox, Baltimore Orioles, Baltimore Orioles, Toronto, Toronto, and Angels. So like, 
I just it takes time for pitchers to figure it out. Like Scherzer didn't figure it out until his like fifth year in the league, his sixth year uh, in the league. I don't know about that. I, uh, I don't know about that. But another team who I'm now uh, I mean we talked about them before all this and and one injury has really put them on the back burner for me, but if the Mets still had Thor, mm. like that starting rotation is the best in baseball if they have they have um Stroman they have Grom. DeGrom and Syndergaard. They still have Mats going for them. That's a hell of a rotation. Obviously, no more Thor this year. He's still working out. I don't know if you've seen any videos on Instagram. He's still maintaining his physique, which is nice to see. No, I am. Nice to see. How long is Thor out for? What's the news with him? I don't I think know. it's an entire year. It's TJ, isn't it? Didn't you have TJ? Gone. Yeah. yeah. Gone. Is it? And should? Okay, Trev. Help. Trev and John. Okay. BBD, if you've got I just it. Just want to let home. you know. Stop making me the be the bad guy on here. You guys are hyping up guys that are hyping up Steven Matz, dude. I'm. I mean, I I'm, said he. I mean, he's. Yeah. He's their it was their fifth p- starter last year. Now he's like their third. I'm not in on Matz. He's not good, Trev. I didn't. I was talking about if they had their full rotation. That's a damn good rotation. If Steven Matz is your four star, it's pretty damn good. He's like an average fourth starter. Yeah. Give me Glassnow all day. Um, I mean, the Rays' rotation is. Way better than the Mets. Should with Thor this out. be the conversation? The NL adds the DH this year. No pitchers hitting. Hot take, Jake. Should the storyline be more around what NL pitching staffs are going to be built up to deal with that? I mean, it's you're getting three more real at bats a game. Probably like, you should, can you can say getting six more real at bats because they actually have to pitch to the eight hole now. Yeah. I mean, so is is the actual story there, like, lean into the NL teams that have good pitching? I mean, not that that's a baseball hot take anyways, but, I mean, the the NL pitching staffs are going to have more wear on them per game this year than before. Yeah, and I think the class of the class, it won't matter. Like, DeGrom doesn't matter. Sure. Those guys. But, yeah, maybe you take a, a, a guy... I don't know. There's probably a guy out there that would fit the criteria, like a guy that you know has been really good, but it's it's six at bats a game. They get a breather. Random pitcher to throw under a bus here. Who yeah, do we got? I've already. Th- you guys have already pitted me Who against we got? two players, so I'm not doing it. Okay. I actually with 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 Syndergaard out, the Mets staff is dicey. It's Degrom, Stroman, which I do believe in Stroman a little bit, and then it's kind of like Matt's Waka, pretty Ricky. One of those guys figures it out. Yeah, but they went from being like, yeah. oh, shit, to now it's like, oh, I hope they can piece it together. That was a big loss for them. Yeah. Also, their cheat. lineup is good, too. I mean, they were a sneaky contender this year, especially in the shortened season if they got hot. Still a good team. Yeah. I'm back on my Nats, by the way, after I love the Nats slandering too. them. Dude, I mean, my it. whole thing with the Nats is it's tough to repeat because it's long seasons and, like, you know, yeah, they don't have the hangover. Sh- They've been rested. Scherzer's had some back stuff. Strasburg's thrown a lot of innings. Those guys are back and ready to go, man. Corbin. I'm I'm back on Team Nats. Their rotation is legit. Yes. Throwing up emoji. I, I mean, they still have Corbin as their three. Yeah. yeah. I Not think Tim this Corbin, is the year Bandy that coach. you really have to look at the pitching staffs. Because p- pitchers are going to win, man. Especially like everyone's saying, oh, it's the hot months, and you're, you know, I've heard people say that hitters are going to come out firing early. I don't believe so at all. It's been very tough for guys to get out uh, and get at bats or even get out onto fields and stuff. Yeah, they're going to have some BS summer camp spring training, but facing your own teammates is not like getting actual bats. Even spring training at bats are more realistic because when you're facing a guy, that you know, it's hard to actually simulate real at bats against him. You know, a lot of these guys are going to be throwing with screens in front of them. It's just, it's not the same damn thing. Hopefully these teams are taking measures to make it as game-like as possible. But I'm telling you, if if it kind of goes how I remember inner squads going, like that doesn't prepare you for games. Mm. Like a little bit, you see the ball, whatever. But it's not like getting in and having real ABs in spring training. So I, I'm, we've talked about this before. I think hitters are going to come out and be a little bit behind. 
a little bit more behind than they even typically are to start the year. I like that. I like that. It's going to be interesting, man. A lot we have to what we have to do as fans, people who love this game of baseball, we have to take this season for what it's worth. It's not a regular season. It's going to be weird, it's going to be quirky, uh but it's going to be fun. You know, like we're never going to have another season like this, hopefully. Hopefully. Another season hasn't ever been like this. So like let's just enjoy it for what it is. It's going to be I mean, it's a sprint, like they say. 60-game sprint. I do believe that, I mean, real, realistically, each game is worth 2.7-something wins, which is cool to think about. I have my guy that fits the criteria. Okay. And I forgot this was a storyline that when we did the team profile and projections, sure. I said, mark this down, I want to follow this. Ryu. Oh, Ryu coming over to the AL. Yeah, it's so it's still DH, but it's right. not the NLGH. But Ryu's had some really good years with a really good team in a big ballpark with NL and a weaker division around him. So now he comes to the AL East with a smaller bar ballpark. You got Camden, you got Fenway, you got Yankee Stadium, you got more offense to Toronto's deal with. A hitter place. Um, yeah. And he has the DH now. So I remember before the season even started, before 60 games, saying I want to, like, you know, have this as a pseudo experiment, like watch his adjustment. So he's my guy. How's he if he can't pitch around the eighth hole hitter and strike out the, the pitcher? I'm in on Ryu. I think, he's, I think he's nasty. I think his stuff is really fun. I think in a shortened season, too. I think the biggest thing with Ryu has been his health. So I, I'm, I'm in on that. Um, I've, I've one more shower team, Jakey shower team of the week. Okay. So this season, a lot of talk is going to be around like turning it on, flipping the on switch. You know, it's time to go win games, empty the bullpen. The past two seasons, I've got one team that has kind of fit the bill for this. Oh, I can't wait for this. They've kind of managed their pitching staff. They've had two big Septembers when they needed it. The Brewers. The Brewers. You know, the I don't. Crew. I, I don't know if they've got magic sauce. I know they got that Yelich guy who he's pretty magical. But the past two Septembers and one where they lost him, they've turned it on, and we know they look at the game differently. They'll throw Hater out there seven and eight and figure out the ninth, like. The Brewers might have something in their Kool-Aid jug that they might have this kind of go-switch win every game because they've done it the past two years. So just a shower take. I don't know if you guys want it or don't want it. I like the Brewers. I like what you're saying, and, and Council's been good at that. They have really, really used to their advantage the September roster. I think they threw like 20 pitchers in a week span. That's not the exact numbers, but it was ridiculous, whatever it was. Like they used everyone to slow down the game, to mix and match, to keep the opponents off balance. They don't have that this year. I mean, they have, like, it actually goes the opposite. They go from 30, okay. where they might be throwing the whole kitchen sink. Then after a month, it goes to 26. They don't have that September extended roster. So. I don't know if they'll be able to do it how you're saying towards the end there with so many limited guys. Like they did that with 40 man, 30 guys yeah. to be able to do it. So will they have the guys in place to mix and match like they have in the last couple years? Because the stats were crazy with how many pitchers they threw, but their offense is good. Yelly, your guy, Trev. And you got Yelly, you got a chance. Hmm. That's kind of cool. So we got Brew Crew, we have the Rays, and the Nats. Those are kind of like the sleeper teams, if you will. Are they sleeper teams? The They're Rays, not sleeper teams. The Rays aren't a sleeper team. I think the Brewers could be considered a sleeper. Everyone likes to talk about the Cubs, even the Reds, um, the Cardinals, and our guy Jack Flaherty, too. Mm. Um, which they're... I think they're, you know, you said they're going to use Carpenter in that DH slot. I think it's, they'll be interesting to watch if A, Carpenter can get it back this year. And whoever they put in the field, I think is going to be a really good defensive player. Whether Tommy you know, Edmund. that's Edmund or leaving Bader in center. And, I, you know, you're all over that Tyler O'Neill train. Maybe a little cheese on rookie of the year for big Tyler. Wow. He can wow. hit some homers, baby. Wow. If he wants to. 
Um, yeah, I, I'll say this, though. As of today, with everything we know baseball-wise, the Nationals are up in my book. The Rays, been had up in my book. Brewers, I'm interested in. I could see their season going either way, but like I would, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, yeah, the the 35 win Brewers are are going dancing. The 35 win Brewers. <laughs> it's gonna be a weird year. Oh man, I got a lot of these prop bets up right now. I'm looking at them over under 30 games. What people's batting averages are gonna be? I'm so excited for this year. I think. I need to officially retire. Like I need to like put okay. my paperwork in just so I don't get permanently banned from baseball. Yeah. I don't want to be banned well, from baseball. Yeah, we want that anyways. Trev, have you heard We want those headlines. Have you heard what my brain's been spinning about? I posted okay. a video about it. But we've been talking about and talking Yanks a ton. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. The 40 games in division means so much more. Than the forty game, than the twenty, out of division, and the schedule is balanced. It's not always. It's never been a balanced schedule, but it's so unbalanced right now. So, you know, we've been talking about it. Let's talk about it with the Twins. Jake and I have basically said one of the wild card teams for the AL is coming from the Central, because you've got the Tigers and the Royals, who both are they're not trying to win. Yeah, they don't care. That's 20 games these teams get to play, you know. And then you also have the Pirates in there and and maybe the White Sox. Oh, I don't know. Even even without any more, those three teams. I forgot about my White Sox. It's the weakest division. So I think the Twins and Indians, one of them's winning the AL Central and the other's going to get a wild card because it's easier to rack up wins on paper in that division. And the Yankees don't – the Rays – the Red Sox, they don't get to play any of the Central. They don't get to play any of the West. So the wild card race is so weird because you're racing with teams that have a completely different strength of schedule or strength of play at all. <clears throat> you don't want to be in that wild card race because you can't control anything that anyone else is doing. Yeah, I mean, the f- yeah, they're definitely not balanced. The 40 games mean so much more. And your top pitchers are only going to get 10 to 12 starts. So I'm saying the Yankees open up against the Nationals, and they're going to start Cole and Tanaka and Paxton. But if they were like, hey, we're actually going to start Montgomery and Happ and, and someone else so we can save Cole, Tanaka, Paxton for the Rays, who are the next series we play, I think logically you can't really get upset about that. You can almost be like, yeah, that makes sense. You're only getting... 10 to 12 starts from Cole, how many are going to be against – you want as many as possible to be against the American League East to win the division. I gotta, I've been racking my brain on this. Forever. i got to say, I love, the, I love that. Like, that kind of gamesmanship and planning, like, I think will definitely happen. It already sort of does in a regular season, but like you're saying, yeah, if you got the Orioles on the schedule, it's like, oh, we could probably just throw – we, we could probably call someone up on the 60-man roster and yeah. have them come throw Open for us. Day. Yeah, or do like a bullpen day bullpen opener and a bulk day. day. I think that I think that strategy will be put into place, and um, I kind of love it. Like this whole like sprint thing is kind of I'm starting to really come around to it. Especially once we get halfway through it and we're like 30 games in, I'm hoping there's not just like a bunch of teams already running away for it from it or with it. You almost can't for it from it with it whatever. Um, and then that last month is going to be something special. It really, really is. I mean, the races are going to be here. We're going to have six, seven, eight teams possibly vying for that last postseason spot. Like, that's it's kind of what dreams are made of as a baseball fan. Trev, off the top of your head, and I'm not doing this to be D-back crew, do you know or in general like what your longest losing streak was ever on a team? I don't. I don't have the stat or anything, but just a round number. I think we – we might have lost six or seven to open up the year in 2014 or 15. Mm. So that was crappy. I think that might have, that's probably one of the longest and six, I, seven I, games. I, yeah. I think the number that was going around Twitter the other day was if you lose seven games, it's the equivalent to 19 games in a normal season. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. You know, whatever it is, it's, it's, it's you know, 
60 divided by 162. Okay. I think that's like two point something. Two dude, seven, that yeah. sucks. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. You know, this is, like I keep saying, this is just a different season, and we just have to embrace it as that. You know, people that are going to be like, this isn't a real season, whatever, whatever. You can have that opinion. That's fine. Just shut up about it. Just like take that's this what season and have fun with it. That's what I'm saying. It's and I'm getting annoyed at people saying they can't they can't have awards. It's like there's going to be an MVP of the season. Yeah. It's a weird season. There will be an MVP. It's you know what do you want them to do? Not give out awards? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But I am worried about records. I I, I did admit that. Like if someone puts up like a zero nine zero ERA because they had ten starts. Like I, I, Jack Flaherty. <laughs> Jack Flaherty, yeah. Or, you know, someone does hit 410, and that's like I, those cannot be in the history books as the best single season batting average. But why not? What's Because what's the. 100 what's less the, games. It's 100 less <laughs> games. I understand that. But like the minimum plate appearances on a regular season is what? It's like not 400 or something. But to qualify for the batting batting title is how many I think in it a might regular be, season? Might be five hundred. I don't know. It's like two point something at bats per game. Oh, it is a weird thing. I remember we went through this yeah. last year with Gio Urshela, Trevor Yankee um, shout out. Five hundred and two plate appearances. Three point one plate appearances a game. Three point one plate appearances a game. So what does that come out to this year? Hundred and hundred eighty, ish. It's a big difference. Um, 186. That's a, a huge difference. difference. That's it's a huge difference. Yeah. That goes to my point then. I, I think yeah. the batting average is the only one. ERA? I mean, yeah. It's it's kind of a, the, a similar thing. I agree thing. with that. I agree yeah. with that. You know. At the uh, same time, think about put yourself in that guy's shoes. You're like, hey, I hit over 400. Oh, you peacock a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I was the best to in the season. That's, That's all fine. I know. Oh, uh, dude, the Twins in 2013 lost 10 teams in a row. Brutal. I was part of that. When was that? I don't remember. Um, I that, think that's got to be the longest one. I'm just, hold on. Let me it's just. the equivalent to 27 games this year. Good math. Nope. Longest losing streak in 2016, the Twins lost 13 games straight. Were you part of that one? I was. I might have been on the DL. What part of the August? August 18th to August 31st. I don't think I was on the DL. Yeah, they were yeah. missing their fucking cornerstone of their team, man. It's incredible. Like people were saying, like I can't believe Trev's not playing. He would have turned the ship around. Uh, the ten game in was in May, Tuesday, May fourteenth. It's really bringing up those good memories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my bad. Jake's bad. That's, I'll take that oh, one. Man. You know, it was a tough homestand. I was hoping it was a road trip. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, that's tough, man. You start to get booed by your home crowd. That's not fun. Mm. One of them was on a walk-off, too. That's brutal. Are you talking about 2013? Yeah, yeah, 2013. Yeah, yeah. Braves walked you guys off in Atlanta. Atlanta, interleague, baby. Yeah, uh, that's when I got kneed in the head and uh, had a concussion. Mm. I had to come out of that game, went on the DL, so. But you were seen later out in Buckhead that night, turning up. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was in the <laughs> you did, man. Hospital. What a good memory. You came out of that game. Trev, want to know your want to know your personal stats in that losing streak in twenty thirteen? Sure. Three twenty batting average. Yes. Eight fifty four OPS. Four fourteen on base percentage. Unbelievable, get my, guys. Get my man some help. Yeah, yeah Jesus. surround me with some talent for God's sake. <laughs> And then you didn't even get to play all of it. You only played seven because the Braves knocked you out. Am I Mike Trout? I'm sort of the Mike, the Minnesota Mike Twins, Trout? Mike Trout. Who hit you in the head, dude? Are we beefing? It's like no, it's a great video if you want to check it out. Dan Ugla, I try to go break up a double oh. play, and funny story, I got on base because Craig Kimbrell beaned me in the back with 98 or whatever he throws. Huge. Two pitches later, I'm on first base. And a ground ball gets hit. I go try to break up a double play, and Dan Ugla just tries to decapitate me with his knee. Mm. Mm. Inning ended with Aaron Hicks striking out. Yeah. I still have uh, difficulty with bright lights uh, to this day because of that. So, And all the weed. Weed helps. Okay. Hashtag, I got a new shipment in. Pretty excited. Hashtag weed helps. Freddie Freeman walked off that game off Brian Dunsing. 
That's tough. Trev, you got you still have the props up in front of you. You got one w- one weird one to to tease the people. God, they got a lot right now. I think they might have just come out with a lot of these. It's um, give us a teaser to make the playoffs. I think is a fun one. So so Jim, Jim, you're talking about the Twins and the Indians mm-hmm. and possibly the White Sox. Like two of those teams are gonna make the postseason. One's going to yep. win the division, yeah. one's going to win a wild card. Yeah, I think so. I like that. And I think in a 162-game season, only one team, I don't think the Central's providing a wild card, but I think in a 60, it is. So I'll give you, I'll give you the, uh, the props for them to make the playoffs. Yes, yes or no for those teams. Right now, we have the Minnesota Twins, yes, minus 165. So, so saying, not a good payout at all, yeah. I don't mind that though, because if you think they're definitely going to make the playoffs, which you are, I mean, you're only you're only getting taxed, you know, whatever. Sure. That's not, that's not a huge tax, because I think we're all in agreement that they're going to make the playoffs. If you went love, to love Fangraphs' percentage of them being able to make the playoffs, it's probably in the ninety percentile. Yes, I, I think. Guess. Yeah, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I'm so, not going to. I mean, you bet. You put, it's a little bet, juice. That's not. It's, I, I don't think that's bet a bad. Two hundred dollars to win one dollar. That's uh, 165 to win 100. Boring. So, uh, on top of that, now we have Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. Basically even money, minus 115 on either side of it, yes or no. So I don't really believe in the Indians team this year. I'd rather, I'd rather be on the White Sox side of this bet. And if you want me to give you that number, which I think this is a good bet, it is plus 130 for them to make the playoffs. It's not bad. Dude, why don't you believe in the Indians? I think they're good. I just don't. I, I, I like that Twins bet the best out of any of those. Shocked. Even if you got to pay the juice. <laughs> no, I mean, we're not talking about winning in the postseason. We're talking about yeah. getting to the postseason. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Indians. You got Bieber. Clevenger's healthy now. He's throwing nasty sliders, dancing around on the mound. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> the Civ and Plesak. The Civ. I'm not saying – look, I'm sure they got good guys, whatever. But I just – I'd rather be on the White Sox side of that. I, I, I kind of like what the White Sox have been doing, even though I bash them in the PPP. Yeah, you're just trying to get back to their good graces because yeah. the, the TPP, the White Sox fans, were mad at you. They were mad at me. But, you know, it's we've had some time to see how things are shaking out. This is a different season than a 162. This is all about if guys can get hot for 60 damn games. It's different yeah. than 162. Yeah. That, I like the, young teams in a one, in a 60-game sprint. I'll tell you, though, but Lindor and Ramirez can fucking do some shit for the Twins or for the bash, Indians bash. if they get hot. Like, those two guys are game changers. Counterpoint here, Jim. Counterpoint. Lindor is Mercat- not going to be an Indian. Mm. What what do you mean? Do I miss something? I'm just saying, trade deadline. Like they like they need to move him. You think they're gonna trade him during this? They season? need to move him. What and they're gonna get they'd get nothing. There's no qualifying offer this year, right? So isn't that no what's going on next year? You think if they're playing well and in the race, they'll still gonna trade him? No, I don't. If they if they're in the race, then sure, but like they gotta be like they're not going to be in, bad in, in the race. They no one's going to be that bad. Yeah, man. they're not going to be bad enough think, to the, be out of the, the race. The Royals and the Tigers. Are Although I love this conspiracy theory now. If the Indians did get to a terrible shit, oh my god, terrible shit start. I like that conspiracy theory. Get Lindor out of there. They're going to if they if yeah. they're around five hundred around that mark. Sorry, they're not going to do it. It doesn't make any sense for the organization. They're not a World okay. Series team, and I Lindor hate having to, to say that, but. Lindor to Tampa, boom. That would be a that would be a sad day at the John Boy headquarters. Lindor, <laughs> Lindor to the Twins is something that oh I already God. I already stop. Tidbit, I already know it's been discussed. Whoa! At least, at least talked headlines. About what it would take to get him? Headlines. Wow! They need it. They need it. Trev, if the Indians trade him within division in a season when they can easily just make the playoffs and win, then the Indians should be shot to the sun. I think most people agree with you, but these front offices don't think like most people. 
Are there any other good money line? Like what? Like what are the Rays? They're pretty good. To make the playoffs, they got to gotta make be the playoffs. I don't really like these bets. It's kind of a weird thing, but mm. uh, to make it minus one fifty, so you're getting better action on that. Can you, you just give the me 20s. the layout of the West, the AL West? Because I'm interested how they're how they're judging the Angels and the Rangers. Okay, Houston uh, minus one fifty, A's even. I'm just guessing. Okay, well you're. <laughs> The Angels, and if you like the Angels' chances this year, if you're like, hey, Fuck. these are my guys, sprinkle a little cash on them because they're plus 175. They're terrible. Don't make that bet. I kind of agree with you that they're probably not going to make the playoffs. But if, if, if there's ever a year. Uh, Astros minus 190 to make it. Um, the Oakland Athletics minus 115. Another good bet right there. I love them. Got to love the A's. Pitching staff needs some work. I'm just, I'm just scared that, you know, if the Indians or the White Sox get that wild card, like we think, because they have the easiest division, some teams are getting screwed. Rays, Yankees, A's, Astros, who knows? I hate that I'm rooting against the Yankees so much this year. I really do. Well, but yeah. I thought you were a company man. I want them to be <laughs> in it the entire year and then not make it. Or at least have, you know, this is what I hope for. Okay. Truly, if I'm going to be a company man and, and, and root for the success of this company and your guys' well being, I think the best content that we could create would for them to be in the wild card game and have to throw Garrett Cole out there. Have to. And one game, let's fucking oh, go. Oh, no. We have oh, to no. Throw we have to Cole. use Garrett Cole in a do or die game. Oh. oh, Tanaka. Is that how you're going to be? You're going to be rela- uh, this relaxed? Tanaka's. Take a fucking clip of this, BB. Tanaka's. Because when this happens, you're going to be like, oh, look how relaxed they were. And Jimmy's going to be biting his fingernails off. I'm just you know, saying whoever know. we're facing isn't going to have a Garrett Cole. What do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? <laughs> There's other pitchers that are good that could shut teams down. Uh, okay, like who? Blake Snell. We wouldn't play him in the wild card game. They're in the, Maybe. In the division. <laughs> what if the Red Sox won the division? <laughs> That's crazier than anything you've said yet. I mean, if you're asking me to compare someone to, to Garrett Cole, it's going to be tough, yeah. right? Yeah. That's yeah. kind of well, kind of our whole point. The exercise. <laughs> but that doesn't mean anything in baseball. It's one game. I can go back and check out a game he performed poorly. Spencer You have to go pretty deep into the, into the uh, anals of his history there. Oh, don't say anals right now. I'm just saying, you know it. You guys are not going to be this relaxed. Like you're Trev, not gonna I'm not going to be relaxed. Trev, I think the wild card's the worst day of my life. That's what we need. All the time. That's what we need. Trev, do you know in 2018 when the story, in 2018 when the Yankees were playing the A's in the wild card and our company kind of really was make or break on the Yankees getting to a playoff series so we could sell some shirts and grow a little and make content. My cable and internet went out for the entire wild card day. Mm. It was out on the entire island down the Jersey shore. And I had a hotel room booked and like my entire desk computer and like three monitors ready to go in a hotel room to watch it and cover it from there. So it was the most stressful day ever. So there's a video of this. When Judge hits the home run off the Australian in the first inning. Liam Hendricks. The most relief... I, it's on Twitter still. Most relief I've ever felt, ever, about anything because I was a ball of stress the entire day. The wild card game <laughs> sucks, dude. It sucks. It's brutal. I'm trying to see who they could match up against. Like, I'm thinking in my mind. Like, what if it's the, the Astros? The that would be a Rookie MLB. of the year, Jesus Lazardo. I mean, Clevenger. Yeah, Clevenger was a getting, good one. He was, getting sprinkled, right. he was getting sprinkled for sight. What's that? What was that? I don't know. What? It's a slack. <laughs> it's in the slack. Oh, it's not in these? No. It's on here? Well, I think it was both. Perfect. <laughs> you guys are going to hate this. Here we go. Trevor Plouffe, final thing for the episode. Show us your meat. I got one for okay. you. Okay. Final teaser. And I'm flip-flopping because I don't care. I, I like that. I'm allowed to adjust my opinion you- with more information. People, listen. 
you in America, you can adjust your opinion when you get more information. Reserve the right it's to change okay. your mind. Yeah, reserve the right to change you your mind. You can do it. It's okay. Yeah. In fact, you probably should. It's encouraged. Yeah. If you get new information. What is it? Uh, well, I'm just going over who they could face. Okay. And we already talked about this team. Okay. Being a team that could get to the wild card game because they faced an easy schedule, the Chicago White Sox. Who's their ace? Keichel? Lucas. G. Alito oh, versus God. Garrett Cole would be... The girl An excellent from G. Alito, she's lovely. Shut that lineup down. Oh, my goodness. You guys are crushing me with this glass now and Giolito shit. Like 12 good I'm, games. I'm not, in, I'm not as in on Come Giolito. Come on. I'm You're not comparing as in on him Giolito. to Garrett Cole. He's good. He showed promise. Yeah, he has not I put it together to for Garrett a season. Cole. Look at his numbers. Any pitcher in baseball can be can be compared to Garrett Cole if you want to play that game. Armando Galarraga threw a perfect game. He would shut Cole down on that day. That's exactly my point, Jim. It's one game. Yeah, but it's Cole. Anyway, I'm going to be nervous, Trev. Shut up. I'm going to be nervous from, from day one, from the first game, until the Yankees either lose and I cry or they win and I cry. And that's the 60-game schedule for me. Just nerves. Happy tears, sad tears. That's gonna be my life. I'm looking. I'm looking at Giolito's stats. He led the league in earned runs in 2018 with 118. Yeah, yeah man. Chop, chop that one down about in half. It's good in for 67. Good improvement. Yeah, and I mean, I, I like you know, Gio's dad already came at me once on Twitter because I said something that I don't even forget what I said, but mm. like shows a lot of promise. Didn't even really put it together for the full season last year. So, like, there just needs to be another year. Glass nose. Quit making me be the bad guy all the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I make you defend the Yankees, and then you have to hate on everybody else. I'm, I'm not hating on Gio. I'm just saying he's not compared to Cole. You can't compare him to Cole yet. Is there I anyone you can compare to Cole? Verlander. That's kind of the whole, Verlander. Kind of the whole Scherzer. Granky. an old fart. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Done with him. He got lit up in the playoffs. Who? Verlander. Oh, yeah. He's done. Yeah. There are players, but, you know, longevity, not even longevity, but, like, done it for a full season. You know that Garrett Cole wasn't very good early on in his career either. I just want to let you guys know that he wasn't always the Garrett Cole. He went to Houston. I think that's my point. Pine tar, that was, this was my point mix. with Scherzer. Like, and then that's I'm my in point. on Glasnow. Giolito's good, not great. I think Glasnow's special. It's an early take. He's got to show it, no, but I think he's stop. about to. I'm taking Giolito over Glasnow. Yeah, he's a Cali boy. Yeah, you were Cali. You, like you made out with him. They're both Cali boys. They're both from the I've same place. I got pictures place, on my phone. If you guys, mi- never mind. Tyler Glasnow is from Valencia. Yes, cool. And Lucas Giolito is from the Valley. They're right next to each other. Don't tell me he's a Cali boy. I, I'm rooting for G- Lucas Giolito. I never go into the valley. I will never step foot there. The valley is the shit. <laughs> yeah. Jake and I did some shit in Temecula once. Mm. This is what I like, though. We're talking about fucking baseball, baby. Yeah, that's net-net. End so. of this episode. We talked a lot of baseball. It wasn't organized. We're not sorry. We're and I hope you liked it. We did a lot of gambling stuff that we're supposed to do next episode. It was a episode. teaser. It was a teaser. <laughs> I can't wait to actually put our bets out into the world. I cannot wait. All right, we're doing we're doing teaser stuff next Tease week. Me. Goodbye, farewell, so long, see you later. Thanks for hanging out. Five star review, tease me. Five star review, tease Jake. Jake sucks. <laughs>